Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Chap Oscar, his wife, and his family. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so. Memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner will make you soar. All outstanding guests that we love to feature, you will find this show to be the best teacher. Great authors like Ted Siuba and Bernie Siegel. Awesome leaders that soar like an ego. Beverly Nadler with Here's to Your Health. Home business opportunities to increase your wealth. Kurt's impersonation and improvisation add to the show's transformation, broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is always fun. We see your comments and appreciate each one. Want to change your life? Change your approach. And hire me, Coach Joyce, to be your life coach. And then you want to listen to Chap Oscar for his always words of wisdom and his advice as well. What a team we are. And this team is right here for you right now to discuss what do you need to pass over to have inner peace and happiness. Chaplain Oscar Smith, a.k.a. Chap Oscar, is a writer speaker and visionary leader who has been deeply involved in the spiritual growth of others for over 30 years. Today he addresses what you need to pass over for less stress in your life and more calm. You have to let go of anything that negatively impacts your life. Add faith and prayer and forgiveness. Then you can create inner peace, joy, and happiness. And folks, this week is Passover. Over week. On Monday, we had the great Rabbi Joseph Potasnik doing a wonderful celebratory Passover show. This Friday, we have fabulous Father Brian McWeeny doing our Easter show. That will be on Good Friday, ushering in uh, Easter week and Good Friday. So do listen to our shows this week. And today it's really special in this turbulent climate, in this divisive America, in the world we're living in today with everything going on around the globe that's creating havoc and misery. We want to have us all pass over to have inner peace, 
joy, and happiness. Over to you, Chap. Oscar, welcome to the show. Well, Joyce, thank you so much. The question today is Passover. The other question is lasting peace and wholeness. Joyce, again, it is an honor to be part of this monumental show we're going to have today. And, Oscar, I have to say that I always have peace and calm and joy and happiness when you join us. So we are delighted to have you today, and you're always welcome on any show, any day. Where would you like to start? We desperately need that inner peace and joy and happiness. Well, Joyce, every person on earth is a leader in a particular area the bottom line, Joyce, we would each, each and every one of us very uniquely have been designed. We have been born to lead. Well, I'm sorry, what did you say, Oscar? We're, we're, we've been uniquely, you know, God created us and uniquely designed each one of us We are literally, each one of us, born to lead. We are leaders. We are born to be leaders. And our goal today is to establish the significance of the transformation through the Passover uh, celebration. It's, It's a transformation. It's a celebration. That's what the annual... Uh, remembrance of Passover is all about from my perspective. It's all about turning followers into leaders. And while we're at our genesis of this show, I want to send a shout out to my wife, Marsha, my dear friend. I have two uh, Bible studies I attend weekly. One of them is Mike Alexander. The other one is uh, Brian Gardner, and then a dear friend for close to 25 years who we've talked about, Joyce, and that's Chaplain Wayne Fleming. So I want to give them a shout-out. They're standing by listening to the program live as well. Oh, shout-out, because any friend of Oscar's is a friend of mine and certainly of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to meet any of your friends, Oscar, because we need a backup for you. You're just getting busier and busier. You're making a difference more and more via the Internet, via your chaplain services, via your coaching. You are just simply the best. Yes, well, thank you, Joyce. Well, like yourself, like the word will go out today and the challenge to go out today we, each one of us, and that's what I love about the Joyce Barry and Friends, you got the most incredible, most responsive listenership there is, and we each have to become very mindful that we are, in and of our own right, agents of change. Yes, we are agents of change. It is said to be the change that you want to see in the world. Uh, That was expressed, I think it was Gandhi that said that, be the change you want to see in the world. So it does start with our inner core. It does start with us. 
And that's what this show is about, how you can take responsibility. Yeah, I was Gandhi. Uh, you, you want to be the change you see in the world. It starts with our inner self, our beliefs, our faith. So what do you want to tell people to get on this right track? Well, you know, Joyce, we are on this air right this minute. We're on the right track. There are literally millions of people who have tremendous potential for leadership. We see it every day in the marketplace. They have potential for uh, for, for leadership, and they're members of society. They're followers. They got doubt. They got fears. But they have tremendous potential for leadership. And, Joyce, you, nobody knows it better than you. We have to encourage people to, to begin to express and develop themselves. In fact, Joyce, today, many people, when you share with them, they've been told and they believe that they are nothing. And that just ticks me off. Yes, I can understand that, Chap Oscar. Uh, it starts with self-esteem, feelings of worthiness. You can't impact others' lives to feel good about yourself because how you feel is that which you radiate, and that's what's contagious. Well, you're so true, Joyce, and that's why I I I, I treasure these opportunities to. To, to broadcast this message because I limit my involvement with mainstream media. I, you know, I take this stuff serious. But eventually we've got to get people to believe in themselves. You know, there are so many people, you know, people talk about different things, but there are so many people today, Joyce, that do not fulfill their purpose that God intended them to live in this life, they're not dealing with the purpose of their birth and the purpose of their creation. And so there is a unique significance in the Passover celebration, which we're going to share today, Joyce. Well, there's so many places we could start to deal with all of this. Uh, because everything is a part of the same puzzle. Uh, to derive the inner peace, we need the forgiveness, we need the prayer, we need the faith, we need the self-esteem. We need the feeling that we can always, always make a difference. Definitely. And, you know, the Passover celebration, Joyce, you know, it's very significant. And I want to make sure I use the proper word track. You know, I am a believer. I don't get caught up in all these other designations for myself. I am a believer. Passover celebration is significant. I've been celebrating Passover for over 40 years, and I enjoy celebrating the Feast of the Unleavened Bread and the Feast of the First Fruits. Oh, that's awesome, Oscar. Uh, yesterday, on a Monday show, rather, uh, uh, Rabbi uh, Joseph Potastic totally acknowledged Father 
Brian McWhitney. They are partners in faith. I know you're a partner in faith. But Father Brian was having the Passover uh, service with Rabbi Potashnik, who every Christmas Eve goes with Father Brian to the Midnight Mass. And that, to me, is a role model for how I'd like the world to show up. Well, you've done an excellent job knitting us together because the rabbi and the priest, uh, we've become dear friends because of you being a catalyst for change. And so, you know, when we really look at uh, Exodus 12, it really explains uh, the sacrificial uh, characteristics of Passover, and that's Exodus 12. And we see right away in uh Chapter 12, verse 5, the perfect lamb and the sprinkling, the blood with hyssop. We see that in Exodus 12:22. for those that have the Bible available. And uh, the burning of the remains in uh, chapter 12, verse 10, and the characteristics of a sacrifice. You know, growing up in New York, Joyce, <laughs> I had the blessing of having... Jewish friends early on in my life as a as a really uh, <laughs> right after kindergarten. I mean, I grew up with Jewish uh, boys and girls, and they had families that cared enough. So I, a synagogue is not difficult for me to understand, and they, they took the time to explain all of the characteristics of the sacrifice. Well, uh, Oscar, I really do believe you're a chaplain for people of all faith. Just how I believe that this pope is the people's pope. Uh, I know that people of all faith honor him, respect him, and love him. I do as well. Because he's reaching out across the board to all people to make for a better world. So I really appreciate the interfaith uh, ministers and rabbis and chaplains because it is a world that, as I said, that we are in such divisive times now that we need more people like you, you three, to bring the world together. Well, that's what we're doing. And, you know, I love <laughs> I love when Moses says it's a Passover sacrifice to the Lord. And, you know, of course, with the rabbi and the priest, we don't run from from the scriptures, the scriptures tell us in Exodus twelve twenty seven, uh, the Passover sacrifice to the Lord, and Lord is capital L. And so we deal, Joyce, very forthrightly with the substitutionary atonement. And Hebrew people were in peril, and the lamb was a substitution for the firstborn. And you know, Joyce, being a believer, I have come known to a lot of people know me as a born-again Jewish person. <laughs> I mean, when a person says, I'm a Christian, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm a faith, and I'm a... we're born-again Jews at the end of the line. So we feel the sacrificial atonement deep in our you know, hearts and in and our DNA. And, you know, today we talked about actually transforming and gaining a significant 
understanding of a peace offering because that's what we need in this world. We need to understand the peace offering and the offering of peace rather than a meal that we just eat together and uh, and it's a, a ritual. We need to actually take this ritual we do around our table and bring it out into the world, that same token of peace, love, and respect. Peace, love, joy, and happiness. All those things to contribute to a world that we want to feel safe in, or we want to uh, honor our neighbors, our, ourselves. You know, everyone is our brother and sister because we have one bond, the main bond. We're the same race, the human race. Well, that's that's 100% right, Joyce. And, you know, when you really look at the Passover, the Passover has its fulfillment in Yeshua. And that's why when I deal with uh Rabbi Pasternak and and the priest, you know, Jesus is the Passover lamb, the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. We find that in the New Testament. So you really need a balance to really bring the Passover supper and the ritual into 2017 parlance. We gotta understand the New Testament and John one twenty nine helps us, it gives us enlightenment that Jesus is the Passover. He is Christ, our Passover Lamb, who has been sac- sacrificed. And we see that in First Corinthians five seven. And 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 the other thing in the Hebrew book of Hebrews, uh Hebrews four fifteen it says Jesus is the perfect lamb without blemish. And you know, Joyce, you know, when you sit with your family uh, for the pastor uh, Passover celebration, you are celebrating the perfect lamb without blemish. And so we have scriptural backup for what Jewish people uh, do during this celebratory week. And see, people that know God, and know his son, we respect, <laughs> my God, you have to respect Passover. Passover is a, this week has been a week for me, for you, for others, because, you know, it, it introduces a need for a sacrificial lamb. Yes, and I want to say, Oscar, you had quoted many uh, biblical passages just now. And what I appreciate, you quoted uh, the New Testament and the Old Testament. And I just want to say that every Bible in my house, and I have several, everyone has the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I am profoundly moved. I'm a Jewish girl. I'm profoundly moved by the words and lessons of Jesus, as I am of the wise King Solomon in our faith. So I do believe that everyone has so much to offer. And if we can learn from each other instead of judging each other, what a better world it would be indeed. Oh, Joyce, my God, thank you so much for saying that. You know, he is our peace. And you find that in Ephesians 2, uh, verses 14 through 15. That's Ephesians uh, 2, chapter 2. He is our peace 
who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. And that's the that's the brilliance of the Joyce Barry and Friends show, you know, the rabbi, the priest, Chap Oscar, Ted Siuba, you know, Beverly Nat, all your wonderful guests. That's what we do. We chip away, breaking down the wall of partition, the wall that keeps us separated. And we come together, uh, we come together to build a bridge. Yes, and it's a very strong bridge if you have it be that way. It is in your hands. So um, I just want to say that one of the main components uh, starts with forgiveness because how do you have peace and love towards one and all uh, if you don't have uh, forgiveness? You know, we all heard the expression, an eye for an eye, but that ends up, (laughs) and this by Gandhi also, an eye for an eye only ends up making the whole world blind. (laughs) So it (laughs) it starts with forgiveness. So let me share a poem I wrote on forgiveness that'll put it all together on the importance of forgiveness for you in your life, even more importantly than the person you're asking forgiveness from, because you can only control how you feel. You can never control how anyone else feels. Forgiveness, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. How do I forgive? How do I let go? You hurt me so bad, and you know this is so. How could you, I ask? I am reminded every day. The pain is so intense, it just won't go away. You really were cruel. What you did was obscene. You left me devastated. How could you be so mean? When truth be told, I knew that the healing key was to forgive you, not for your sake, but for me. And so I forgive you, but I may never forget what you did to me that you don't even regret. Without this healing, which is so dramatic, forever my life would be totally traumatic. And so I forgive you, though what you did was a sin. I am forgiving you, so the healing can begin. say that forgiveness is a good place to start, to have that inner peace, joy, and happiness. Oscar, I know you love that poem. I know you even had it printed in in one of your books, I believe. What would you like to share about the art of forgiveness? Because it is an art. Well, that poem found its way into a book that I wrote called He Came Incognito. That book is in its second printing, 
And guess what? The publisher would not print it. He insisted that your forgiveness program would be in the reprint. So uh, thank you, Joyce. And when you really talk about forgiveness, you really have to look at F-O-R, give, and give to live. I mean, you know, there's so much hatred and animosity in this world. People are wound up like a bonsai tree, and they're tight, they're stiff, they're offended by the slightest thing because they do not understand the principle of forgiveness. If you want to live, forgive. Wow, that's very good, Oscar. Uh, so I just took that as the launching pad because without that, with all anger and hostility in the space, how can you move on to that peace, joy, and happiness? Uh, the the world, they say, Will Foley said, the world is full of cactus, but we don't have to sit on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so true, Joyce. I <laughs> Well, you know, I just want to stay in the path of a mindset. You know, Joyce, you know, one of the things that we we honor every year with Passover is the feast. And I know you enjoy this and, and find this very significant as well. And that's the feast of the unleavened bread, and, you know, lasting seven days during which time, you know, the people and the family members, remove all the yeast from their houses. And so I know you and your family experienced that as well, Joyce. It was very funny when we had the rabbi do our celebration show. Uh, he said, in the old days, we called that fast food <laughs> because <laughs> we know the story of the matzah on leaving bread that when uh, Moses uh, got the people out of, uh, out of bondage, out of, out of Egypt, to get to uh, the promised land, they didn't have time to wait till it rose. So they grabbed the bread, <laughs> and the rabbi said, today we call that fast food. That's exactly right. You know, in the Bible back then, you know, the leaven represented sin. And uh, we see that in the New Testament. Uh, and we're just kind of doing a kind of a uh, comparison. So the Old Testament, you know, of course, the rabbi fast food, but we see in First Corinthians uh, chapter five, verses six through eight, it says, "Know ye not that a little leaven uh, it it levels out and it spoils a whole lump, just a little bit of sin, Joyce. It's just like <laughs> it's like when you go swimming and you dip your toe. I mean, water is water. I mean, if you want the water, you're gonna get wet, and when you dip yourself." and get involved in anything that represents sin, you have contamination. And so I'll challenge, you know, I know the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, even here in Nashville a few years ago, I sat with a family here in Nashville under the leadership of Rabbi Roth, uh, and we talked about uh, purging, and we talked about uh the new lump of unleaded uh, leaven uh, bread, and you know, <clears throat> but even uh, believers Passover uh, the symbolism, 
it's a sacrifice for us, Joyce, and and we take it serious. We don't. I mean, I grew up in New York. We never. I mean, you couldn't drive it. You didn't see a car or anything move during the high holy days. I mean, that's the kind of reverence we need to come back into. Well, we've got a long way to go, given uh, the stress, the environment, our personal issues, national issues, global issues. So now, how do we get to a place of faith and prayer, Oscar? I know how important that is in one's life for all kinds of healing. What do you want to tell people to motivate them to have the faith in their own healing and taking it to a national and global level? Well, Joyce, from the heart, I can tell you, This week has been a very emotional week for many. Uh, I I have not experienced the level of brokenness when I share with friends and relatives and, oh, my God, people are being touched in such incredible ways that uh, when I think of the unleavened bread, I think about each one of us coming in to a higher level of sincerity and truth with our creator. I mean, that's where it all begins. And there's no lapse of time between the Passover and the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, and there is no separation between our redemption and our obligation, Joyce, to walk today in holiness. We are obligated to honor the redemption, the sacrifice, and we are obligated to walk in holiness. And so we are obligated right now to come away from all of this dynamic drama in contemporary uh, walks that our neighbors have, that we see in the marketplace. There's a drama acted out now in our media in our leadership, and we're on the world stage right now. And so as believers, as a chaplain, I am encouraging people to get back in touch with your character and your integrity and to exhibit a higher trust factor than that's prevalent in the world today. That's what's separating us now. And, you know, when you mention character and integrity and trust in certain circles, you're, I've been let out of rules. I've been saying, no, that's not needed here. I just had a conversation with a, a business owner here in, in Nashville. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I told him I don't do business people with high trust, high character, and high integrity. He got offended. Why did he get in- offended? He felt because, guilty? You know, yeah, well, I, 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 I cannot uh, put a finger on it, but, Joyce, today we live in a dark world. When that light yes. switch is turned on, rats, roaches, and things uh, uh, toys, they run like, <laughs> they run like crazy. <laughs> we are the light in the world. 
But sometimes people don't realize that they are the light. They always feel like, I'm so little. What can I do? How can I make a difference? I want to quote this from Martin Niemöller. It's it's a quite famous phrase. Uh, Perhaps some of you will recognize it. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. So I want to say that another piece to this puzzle is really standing up for that which you believe in. As Jay K said, if not us, who? If not now, when? Voltaire, every man, is, I say, and woman, is guilty of all the good he did not do. So one of the things that I know really works for me for that peace, joy, and happiness is to do my share in helping the world one person and one positive action at a time. Well, that's excellent, Joyce, and that's what the Joyce Barry and Friends is uh, about. That's what we're encouraging our listeners to be about, and that's the platform that Chap Oscar stands on or aspires to stand on, and we've got to become here in the USA, because uh, we're a beacon to the world, we've got to become a moral force. We have to develop stable characters and integrity, and leadership has always been and will always be central in our world. God put leadership in our DNA. Our creator understands the power of personal leadership, and so when we look at the final part of the Passover celebration, let's talk now, Joyce, about the feast of first fruits, and uh, I know for me, again, that's Leviticus, and so I know you have an experience uh, with the first fruits, because I got a beautiful take on the first fruits. I've seen the first fruits operate in my personal life over the years. And why don't you give an experience of how it operated in your life? Well, you know, you know, in the Old Testament, the people would bring the beginnings of the barley harvest, the first grain of the year, as an offering before the Lord. Well, what I've done, Joyce, right now I'm at 15 books that I have written. I have websites. I've written over a 1,000 published articles published globally. You know, there's a lot of things that I've done, and I didn't run to the media. I didn't run to mainstream media. I haven't run and kissy food with no publishers. I sowed my life into that kind of involvement for the last 15, 10, 12. I sowed my life into it, and now that harvest is coming. So we all have a significant purpose. And we got to, you know, we do things, but we need to understand we have a magnificent, wise creator, and he creates things for purposes. When I found out my purpose in life, I brought that uh, seed into full harvest. 
listen, for me personally, uh, the whole harvest right now is starting to, to, to manifest. And that is awesome, Oscar, and you're well-deserving of it. And speaking of that harvest, first I would like you to share your website and then how people can purchase your book. So be clear that Oscar speaks the way he writes. He writes the way he speaks. He's so uh, inspiring, motivational. So hearing his words either spoken or uh, in the printed form is a worthy endeavor for anyone who wants to get inspired and motivated to live a better life. Oscar, what is your website and how do they purchase your books? Well, Joyce, right now you are one of the featured banner uh, ads constantly rotating on each one of my sites, and the main site is one, numeral one, in like in Nancy, T like in Ted, in like in uh, Ned or Nick. <laughs> so it's one in ten dot com. That is the central hub for all of the Trap Oscar activities. That one in ten dot com primarily pitches to greater natural, bringing a oneness in all of Middle Tennessee. And Joyce, you know, uh, news posts, uh, uh, we also have a full-fledged radio station getting ready to come on board, and we not hope to. We're already working out a platform for all of your archive shows to be available 24 hours a day. Uh, we just uh, signed an agreement with uh, U News, which is a global newspaper, to have the Joyce Barry and friends and, of course, Ted and uh, 1 in 10 and some other involvement. So that's what I'm saying right now, Joyce. Uh, the and they can purchase your books via that website, Oscar? Yes. They could come there, and uh, the links will be there. And then the other thing, you could go to the book that we talked about that you're in, Joyce, is He Came Incognito. All they'll have to do is go to Amazon.com. He Came Incognito, Oscar Smith, and in that book they could order directly. But I will also put a link on 1in10.com. But before we get off of that, Joyce, Let me just thank you because you were a seed sown years ago. You embraced me and the spirit of the Chap Oscar uh, ministry. And, uh, you know, you, I owe a debt of gratitude. And part of this Passover week, part of reflecting and the brokenness and the healing, I have to tip my hat off and say thank you, Joyce. Well, I don't, I'm even humbled. I, I don't even have the words to say how grateful I am to you. I've certainly had my share of, of life's challenges in the last few years, and you're one of the first people I call to say and share what it is and say, Oscar, will you please pray for me and with me? And he's always there, ready to go, and it means so much, and I find it ever so healing. So thank you. 
Well, thank you, Joyce. You know, you know, I I get emotional when I look at, and I have to bring Ted and uh, Beverly Nadler and the whole stable, the rabbi, the priest. I mean, you have created a community where we all can coexist. You have built a powerful bridge, and I wanted. I want to make this proclamation, Joyce, a prophetic proclamation that your podcast is not of the past, it's of the future. I mean, you're getting ready to hit a harvest season that will supersede anything we see on TV, radio, or in print media. Podcast in the Joyce Barry and Friends show is here and is here up until we go into eternity. <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears. Oscar, could you just share uh, where you get the 1 in 10 name, that 1 in 10? I know it represents something specific, so by telling the folks, it'll give them a way to remember that website. It's a little tricky. Where did you get that name from? Well, you know, Joyce, I own a hundred and right down right now down to about 115 domain names. One of them is Music City One, Nash 10. But here in this region, I guess like where you are, Joyce, but here in Nashville, we have several counties, and those counties operate as separate entities. And so one Nashville is what we're at out after. What I see is not... Nashville and Murfreesboro and the different boroughs, different pockets, I see us being one greater Nashville. And so we have one in ten. If we were going to look at like this, look at this from, a, from a, a nationwide perspective, we should be one nation under God. <laughs> I don't have that domain. But we should all be one <laughs> family. There shouldn't be different franchises and branches and splinters. We need to come together as one nation under God, a moral force for good. And that takes leadership. It doesn't take jumping up on uh, down on somebody's couch and we don't need one person to we need to all work together as a moral force. And that's why one in ten, it has nothing to do with Chap Oscar. I'm just initiating. But we've all been through trials. We've been through challenges that many of us have suffered. We need to flow as one. When we need medical attention, a hospital is a hospital. It doesn't matter what town it is. Take me to the nearest hospital. So we're saying take me to the nearest light, the nearest person who will be a leader, somebody that will, will be inspiring and somebody we can work with. And so the people have got to gather together, and I'm asking people to rally around the 1 in 10 banner and let's flow as a moral force here in this greater Nashville community. Makes total sense to me. 
Uh, I just want to invite you folks to go listen to yesterday's show as well. Uh, That was a a wonderful chap, Oscar. The show was what and who do you need to pass over to create the life you want? That was yesterday's show where Oscar inspires you to let go of people, places, and situations that negatively impact your life. Then you can move forward to have the life that you want. Uh, we cover, uh, you know, things like law of attraction, new beginnings, opportunities. you got to let go of the old to create the space for the new. So that show was yesterday, and on the upper right of the homepage, Joyce, Barry, and Friends, if you type in Chap Oscar in that subject line, all his shows will come up, every show uh, Oscar aced it. Every show is really extraordinary. And here's our friend Beverly Nadler, our health guru, to tell you why you should be listening to us every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you partner up with us in having that happen by going to the homepage of Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, JoyceBarryAndFriends.com. You will see every show, every guest, every topic. You can arrow down. Uh, You need not miss any show when you can't be with us at 11 a.m. Eastern because every show is archived. So you can... See what you resonate with, click on it, download it, email the links, put it up on your website. And the way to not miss any show and to enhance our worldwide influence is by going to Joyce Barry and Friends. And right under my picture on the left-hand side of the homepage, if you click on follow, you won't miss any show. Because as I said, they can be accessed 24-7 in our archives, eight years of shows that we do weekdays live at 11 a.m. Eastern. Oscar. Excellent, Joyce. That's excellent. I thought I lost you. you. Know, uh, go no, ahead. I'm right here, Joyce. Uh, 
you know, I was just thinking, you know, the significance of Passover, and I know uh, here it is, we're right in the middle of it, uh, you know, but we have a God choice, and I want our listeners to just, you know, I don't come to you being the big I and the little you. Uh, Chap Oscar's uh, insignificant in that sense. I'm not trying to be anybody's uh, big hoop to do, but, uh, you know, I just want to brag about a God who wipes every tear from our eyes. And uh, he said there'll be no more death, no more mourning or crying or pain, and we're going to go from the old order of things to new things, and, uh, you know, God dwells with us, Joyce, and he lives with us. Uh, You know, we're his people, and so he is making, and I know you feel it, it's, it's a time where we have compelled ourselves as a country, as a world, where he's compelled to come back on the scene mighty. He never left, but he's come back because the hatred clouds and the animosity and the arrogance and the fake news clouds, these bubbles, uh, we're starting to see it everywhere we look, the spirit and the L, the little S spirit of hatred. And so God has got to come back. He's got to come back on the scene, and and he is wiping. I deal with this 24 hours a day. Half of my day, Joyce, spent in chaplaincy is letting people know that we have a God that is wiping tears from every eye. Yes, and Oscar, we can't say enough about the importance of whether it's the Holy Father, whether it's your rabbi, your church, who you believe in, to know that there is a higher power. But I just want to touch on, as we're winding down here, some of the things you can take personal responsibility for. The law of attraction, what you think about, you bring about. If you're a positive person, if you're uh, making a difference for others, you'll attract like-minded people people. So the law of attraction is something that I think about every day. Opportunities, miracles, you attract what you think about, you bring about. What do you want to say about that, Oscar? Well, you know, I have, you know, part of my ministerial background is being a licensed and ordained uh, pastor, and then being a certified unity chaplain, I understand the law of attraction. I understand, please believe me, uh, the quantumness of faith. I understand all of that. And I just honor a great leader that came out of Nazareth, Jesus Christ, who says, what good, Joyce, and this is the way he says it, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? So, you know, I remember when Marianne Williamson came up with the law of attraction, Eckhart Tolle, I read all of them, Wayne Dwyer, all of them. I have no issue with any of that. 
But there's a great leader that I pledge my allegiance to. He comes out of Nazareth. Name is Jesus Christ. And he asked the question. He didn't tell people. He asked the question. What good will it be for a man if he gains? And he could gain it through the law of attraction. He could gain it through prosperity and seed faith, all these different things. But if you gain the whole world, yet forfeit your soul, what good is it? And so, Joyce, I thank you because you have shown us, and I mean the world, hundreds of thousands of listeners, you showed us a principle of leadership. Uh, five days a week you give your heart to this show. Uh, you have guarded your character, and character matters. Character and integrity and personal leadership, that's what needed at this hour and that's the platform I stand on yes and I know you're such a man with such strong faith I just wanted to give people that perhaps don't have that strong faith something to hold on to as a launching pad as a place to start Uh, it's not for us to tell you who to believe in, what to believe in. Uh, It certainly helps to have a power much greater than yourself. But I just wanted on the practical side, give people some things to hold on to, be the law of attraction, to think positive and create positiveness around you. And, folks, we're giving you a lot of really good information here. Again, Oscar's show was awesome yesterday as well. What and who do you need to pass over to create the life you want? And if you're taking heed of these, this inf- inspiration, this information, when are you going to put it into practice? I say, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Folks, do check out the website, 1N 
NTN, one Nancy, Tommy, Nancy, one NTN. Check out the homepage, Joyce Barry and Friends. Dot com. Click on follow. We really love and appreciate our loyal listeners and followers. And ask yourself, if not now, when? So, Oscar, what is your parting message to this audience that will sum the whole thing up? What do you want to leave them with? Joyce, Passover significance. And the significance is this. Before we follow anyone, we must know that they truly believe in the path they are taking. If a blind man, I'm going to ask this question, and it doesn't need an answer right now. If a blind man leads a blind man, both fall in a pit. The blind leader does not fall in the pit alone. And so as leaders, the challenge today is that we have to inspire other leaders, but we can't manipulate. We don't control followers. We serve. And so, Joyce, I thank you very humbly for the opportunity to have a cutting edge, a breakthrough, not pity pat. We discovered uh, a Passover. We were able without, uh, you know, fooling around, we talked about the Old Testament and the New Testament. You being Jewish and me being a believer, we had a cutting-edge conversation today, and we know that we serve a creator who established us in his image. And so it doesn't matter what your religious persuasion is, denomination, it doesn't even matter what your beliefs are. We all come from one creator. And when we talk about the significance of the Passover, we have to honor each other as human beings, not human doings. Absolutely, Oscar. Would you bless us with a prayer? I would be honored to do that, Joyce. Uh, you know, my prayer for Passover peace and godly leadership. All I can say right now is eternal God of all generations, of all people, we welcome this festival, this weekend of freedom. We come to you with joyful hearts and we seek your presence. Thank you for redeeming us from slavery, mental slavery, real physical slavery. Uh, You've been a redeemer. You've been a protector. You've been uh, watching over us, and we thank you, God, and we thank you with a deep sense of duty. Thank you for making us free, free our minds, free our limitations, free uh, our hunger and a thirst for righteousness and freedom. They hit this nation like a tsunami, and may all the people under the sound of my voice right now, this minute, be blessed with the joys of harmony. And thank God for Joyce Barry and Joyce Barry and friends. In Jesus' name, we pray amen and amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Oscar. As I said, we're always... 
most grateful for you, your friendship, your support, and certainly your participation on our shows. And, folks, here's my special prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. And folks, we invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. We want you to be at peace, be happy, be rid of stress. So happiness, peace, joy, laughing, singing, dancing, you can actually do that starting right here, right now to the Joyce Barry Mass. God bless you all. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs>